Praise God. God bless you for clicking yet again. It is well with you. All right. There was a time when uh, Ezekiel, Prophet Ezekiel, as you have in your Bible, was was in a meeting with some elders of Judah. Some elders of Judah had visited him. And they were discussing, you know. So, if you can picture this, it's, it's that time when the prophets were being respected. So you could see um, the elders being the, the, the leaders in the temple and the, the chiefs, the local chiefs, all assembled in his house. So, should I call it admonition? Alright, they, they were there. When suddenly he went into a trance. The thing about a trance is that it, it's only the person who is having it that knows what is going on. The others may physically think the person is it's, uh, unconscious or is lost in a thought. And at that point, a source of the vision controls the time. That is to say, the people around that place would not be distracted as to begin to look at him. Alright, so they would think the person is with them and is following what is being done, but it's not, it's not always the case. And, and, and a trance can happen in seconds, and in split seconds, which in the Spiritual realm is just like hours. I mean, time differs in these two realms. What looks like an hour in the spirit realm may be a second here with us. All right, so it happens that fast that the person can go and come back and still join an ongoing conversation. So you can come back from a very long discussion in the spirit realm and yet meet. A, a, a conversation that began seconds ago that he was part of. Alright. Uh, you are probably hearing um, some background noises of vehicles passing because I was too afraid. I was too afraid to be indoors to, to think about what just happened today. And what happened is that, as usual, I was led to Ezekiel chapter 8 where my eyes was opened to what is coming, what is coming, something great is coming, so we've got to be ready, it's, it's not going to be interesting, it's, it's a judgment that is coming upon this world, and it's going to start with this church, early this year I shared a prophecy, I don't know how many of you took it serious, but if you're wise, if you're really wise, you should go back to it and take note, so that you don't make a mistake. I am, I, I am with you, but I'm not really with you, because I have an assignment, and I don't know how long I'm going to do this. But then, if you're wise, and you don't have it, ask me, I'll forward it to you, so that you can take note of it. Please, take it serious. Alright, this group is not created to entertain you, but it's to give you the appropriate information. Alright? Alright, and, and, and that said... So I went to uh, Ezekiel chapter 8. I'm going to read verse 3 for us. 
the presence of God came in the form of a, of a huge being, a very gigantic creation, right? The waist down to the feet is fire. Waist up to the head is light, amber light. The brightness was out of this world. So that, that is what Ezekiel saw in his trance. That's what he saw. <laughs> now this being came immediately, appeared to him, and grabbed him by the head. Listen, the burden of a prophet is not an easy one. Don't just dream about being a prophet. It's a burden. Sometimes the encounters you have will so much depress you and stress you out, even though the Lord is your strength. This man was grabbed by his hairlocks. So, uh, so by that, I, I got to understand that he had some kind of dreads. Right? He had, he had very long hair and Parts of it were dredged, so he was grabbed by the locks into the air. I mean, he started floating. This this giant grabbed him by his hair and started moving with him. They flew to the God to Jerusalem. So that to say, they were not in Jerusalem. He was in his home, right, with the, where the elders visited him. So now this this. Creature flew with him to Jerusalem where the temple is. Why grabbing him by the hairlock? Alright, so God have mercy. Really. When they got to the temple, he dropped him. Started taking him around the temple to show him where what they have been doing in that temple, the abominations of the prophets, the messengers. The, 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 the housekeepers, the gatekeepers, the temple workers, what they have been doing in the temple. How they have been, you know, worshipping idols, thinking that God is not watching. How, how they have been wearing charms, wearing rings in their hands that belong to the devil. And they come with it to church and they speak in fake tongues and... Impressing those that are watching them, that call them Holy Ghost driven. These men secretly were serving idols. He took him to a, to a part where he showed them the goddess of sex, whose image was by the northern side of the temple. Some versions will call it the image of jealousy. Alright? So you wonder what do they mean by the image of jealousy? The image of jealousy is one image. Now, when God looks at it, he becomes really jealous and angry. And you don't want God to be jealous. You know, you don't want God to be jealous. <laughs> so it's called the image of jealousy. It provokes God. Alright, so Vesha's message will say the, the image of the goddess of sex. So that was what was placed at the northern side of the temple. And towards the gates... It was also placed there. So the people had embraced idolatry so much. Now if you go back to Exodus 20, you will see it's, it's the first command of God. The laws of Moses. The first one is thou shalt not have any other God except me. 
right so that's that is that that is one that makes god very jealous when we we, we worship idols we, we keep secret demons that we bow to makes him angry because what we're doing is to give the very things he made his glory all right so it made him angry he took him around you see as he was taking him he was telling him no you have not even seen anything yet i'm going to show you much more I'm going to show you much more. So he kept taking him further and further to areas, to points where the abominations were very evident. There's something he said more. You should, you should read it up. Read it up. It's uh, Ezekiel chapter 8. Yes, from 1 to down to 17, down, down, down. He said, he said to Ezekiel, these people think that what they are doing, their offense is so light. It is so light that, I mean, God could overlook it, that they cannot suffer for it. You see, that's the mentality. That, that what they are doing is so simple that God can overlook it. And what will betide you who, 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 who breaks down things that way? Thinking that, it, that your sins can be overlooked, that it's too little. Right, that's that. Ah, no, it's just small, small things. I just, I just went to to consult to see what is wrong with my business. So, what's wrong with that? I just had to go there because my son was having one fever and I won't stop. So, I had to go to to a native doctor to make inquiry. I know I just did that because I've, I'm 40 years, I've not seen any husband. I had to go and consult an oracle. And you think it's, it's a light offense. That is what this, this spirit being said to Ezekiel. They think that your sins are too little to be taken serious. Oh well. Eventually, at the last verse, judgment was pronounced. See what he said to him. He said, I will punish them so much that even if they shout, I will not listen to them. That's verse 18. He said, that is it. You need to read it. They have an angry God on their hands. They have an angry God on their hands. From now on, no mercy they can shout all they want, but I'm not listening. May you not get to this point. Don't, don't ever be in that position when, when this will be your situation. When you cry for mercy and nobody answers you. May God help you. If you are hearing me, sit down, just like Paul said in Second Corinthians. Review your life. Look at what you're doing. If you're doing the right things, whether you're a pastor, I don't care. You're a bishop, I don't care. A prophet, I don't care. Review your life. My brother, you don't want this judgment. There is no immunity. <laughs> review your life, the things that you're doing. Re- begin to review it to make sure that you are on the right. I am being frank with you. I don't know why I'm saying all these things. In verse 18, he said, that is it. You don't do. Ozula. Shekina. See, you don't do. He said, they have an angry God 
on their hands. Uh, uh, they have an angry God on their hands. Don't don't joke with God. Don't don't make God angry. I don't think you you would like to have an angry God on your hands now. Is it? Is it from now on? No mercy. No mercy. Yes, Jesus died for us so that we will have mercy. But not when we make a mess of such a sacrifice. God has not stopped punishing. God has not stopped punishing. Did, did the death of Jesus stop uh, suffering? Did it stop it? People are still paying for their iniquities. Bad leadership. People are still paying for it. But the righteous and unrighteous are suffering right now. Right, people are still being exposed. False altars are still being exposed. Fake prophets are still being exposed and punished outrightly. Yes, it is still happening. His, his blood is for those who, whose heart as we are with him, whose hearts are purified and are with him and in him, not, not wavering. You are here, you are there, you are here, you are there. Yeah. No, that's not for you. If this, that, that, this has to be, there has to be a willingness to, to really change. That is why he said you must be perfect as your father in heaven. It's an expectation. He said it. Yes. You have to work it out. You, you don't just sleep and wake up a righteous person. There's no magic. You, you have to work it out. You see what he said in verse 18? He said that is it. That's what the angel said. That is it. He said, they have an angry God on their hands. From now on, no mercy. They can shout all they want, but I'm not listening. Now, this, this message is for someone who has not been getting his right. You have been responsible for evil really happening around in your community. Whether you have joined a, a gang, a society, or you, you've been the one orchestrating violence. You've been the one Leading people to to shrines to go and teach them how to consult these things. You've been the one uh, that has been making people go through one situation or the other, but biting a serious gossip. You've been the one doing that. This is this is an announcement, an invitation for you to re-examine yourself. And if by chance you have been 